0: Buenos dias from Gardner's Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update for the week of September 9th, 2021. Ten minutes of what's been happening in the Land of Grace during the week, every single week. Here we go. The delegations of Nicolas Maduro and Juan Guaido met in Mexico again for the second round of negotiations. The result of this dialogue, mediated by Norway, have been kept secret. However, on Monday night, the 6th of September, spokespersons for each of the factions announced the first two agreements that have been reached. The first, to establish mechanisms to obtain resources and thus address the effects caused by the COVID-19 pandemic in all areas. The second suggests that some of the sanctions on the Maduro government will be lifted, although which ones were not specified. Despite the agreements, Maduro continued to accuse Guaido of wanting to seize power from him in 2019 and mentioned that he regrets having removed the figure of the protectors, members of the Communist Party in charge of monitoring the elected opposition regents. After 10 years of prohibition, 30 casinos have been given the OK to reopen this week, despite no formal announcement by Maduro. Several hotels and clubs receive notification to begin operating again. However, further executive and legal decisions are expected because according to legal regulations, a consultative referendum must be held so that they can be installed. Additionally, there must be sign-off that the casino or club is inspected and must be located in declared tourist areas. Also in economic news, another of the measures gaining traction so the Venezuelan state can receive greater income is to make wired remittances sent from abroad enter through the formal market. Cesar Atencio, president of the shipping agency Zoom, a subsidiary of Western Union in Venezuela, reported that around $1.2 billion a year enter the country in remittances, but that most of the money enters informally and that the average of each transaction is approximately $100, although the amounts vary according to the country of origin. For their part, the Venezuelan joint ventures continued to be left alone. This time, the Japanese oil company Inpex Corp sold two Venezuelan oil and gas assets to Sucre Energy Group, a private exploration and production company that bought the 70% stake of Inpex in the natural gas joint venture Gas Guarico with the state oil company Pedavesa, as well as its 30% stake in the Petroguarico joint venture, Inpex is the latest in a group of large oil companies to abandon once promising assets in Venezuela. And now, in international news, Colombia has started phase two of the ETP for Venezuelan migrants. More than one million Venezuelan migrants successfully registered in the Unique Registry of Venezuelan Migrants. And in the coming days, Fingerprints, photographs, and other biometric data will be taken that will allow for full identification of the migrant, and in this way, they will be able to participate formally in Colombian social and legal life. Last Wednesday, the 1st of September, Argentine Patricia Tapata Valdez was appointed as a member of the International Independent Commission that monitors the situation in Venezuela at the UN Human Rights Council. She becomes the third member of the council, joining Portuguese jurist Marta Valinas and Chilean Francisco Cox-Vial, and she will replace Britain's Paul Sales who resigned from this position a few months ago. Technology and Sesame Street come together to accompany Venezuelan migrants. Sesame Workshop, the NGO behind Plaza Sesimo, has developed Sesame Garden, a device that sends a Wi-Fi signal to smartphones and shares content for children 0 to 5 years old. This device will be located in places such as health centers and community kitchens in cities where there is greater Venezuelan migration, such as Bogota in Colombia or Lima in Peru. The programming will allow children to be entertained while still promoting early childhood learning with the famous characters of Sesame Street. And now, health news in Venezuela. Patients dependent on kidney dialysis in the country are saying there is no bicarbonate to carry out their treatment. More than 1,000 patients in different cities around the country have cited shortened treatment times with some reductions going from four to two hours. This in the long-term deteriorates their body because the blood is not properly cleansed of toxins. Bicarbonate is a chemical compound that is distributed exclusively But the Venezuelan Institute of Social Security, IVSS, directly to dialysis units, and therefore it is the exclusive responsibility of the state to acquire and distribute it. Also from healthcare, on Monday, September 6th, the arrival of the second dose of the Sputnik vaccine in Venezuela was announced. After several weeks of delay and waiting on the part of the patients who had already received the first dose, a shipment arrived in the country. However, so far, there are no official statements as to the number of vaccines that have arrived. A survey carried out by the National Academic Medical Sector at the end of August revealed that 11.7% of Venezuelans received the complete vaccination scheme against COVID-19, and that a little more than 20% have received at least the first dose of vaccine, either with the Russian Sputnik or with the Chinese Sinopharm. With only three months left to go until the end of the year, the goal of having 70% of the population vaccinated by the end of 2021 seems almost impossible. However, Nicolás Maduro announced that beginning in October, they will vaccinate children and adolescents as plans remain to resume face-to-face classes from that date on a 7 by 7 schedule, that is, one face-to-face week and one virtual week and in this way get closer to the goal of vaccination by the end of the year. Also intending to return to classes, a group of 221 Venezuelan students crossed the border with Colombia over the weekend to carry out a state test after regional authorities from both countries reached an agreement to enable the humanitarian corridor that would allow them to comply with the SABRE tests. The border between Colombia and Venezuela is still closed from the Venezuelan side, but as part of regional campaigns, several candidates have proposed to reopen the crossing. And, to close this update of Rorschach Venezuela, the Venezuela Luisana Perez, who emigrated from Caracas to the United States in 2010, has been appointed as the new Director of Hispanic Media in the White House. Previously, Luisana Perez was Press Secretary and Spokesman for the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, and Assistant Director of Communications for the Mayor of Miami-Dade. Congratulations, Luisana. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We want to know where you are listening from, so drop us a line at our brand new dedicated email venezuela at rorschach.com and let us know what city or town you're in you can also find us on instagram at rorschach venezuela or on twitter at rorschach v hasta la proxima